charm sorry that you all were without us last week but grad school had both of us by the throat that's right we're grad students <laughs> so we are definitely qualified for this oh man this you week... should probably tell them who we are that's just the third episode that is true in case uh some of you weren't aware uh by the link and uh heading for the page of the podcast this is dreams of a better day podcast and i'm Cy. this is ben hello and this week, <laughs> well, well, first, yeah, in news, um, so today is Saturday, October 13th, we're recording this. Uh, yesterday, October 12th, was Kirk Cameron's birthday, a uh, friend of the podcast, Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, go ahead. if I were just, by looks, I'd say he turned about 26 or 27. Yeah, he's, he's still he, a, yeah. a dapper is, young man. He is dapper. Um, so we thought that since it being his birthday and all, we would review another of Kirk Cameron's movies. And this time, we, we, we dug back deep in the catalog of Kirk Cameron movies. To a movie that I watched so many times when I was a kid. And I don't know why this movie was even allowed in my house. <laughs> it is called A Little Piece of Heaven. I think it was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, I think so. It's very Hallmarky, but it's... I don't know. I don't know what network. I don't. I don't know what went into. I don't know what, like whose idea this was and why so many people thought it was a good idea. So yeah, the first thing we should talk about is the fact that a lot of the people who worked on this movie went on to have pretty successful careers. Yeah. The composer Don Davis did the music for the Matrix movies. Uh, after this, obviously, mm-hmm. a couple of the actors went on to have pretty. Solid careers. I'm yeah. Like, well, oh, I mean, besides Kirk Cameron, what's the else. oh, what is the the elderly lady that actress? She's in everything. She plays the the grandma and Malcolm in the Middle. She's in a ton of stuff. Okay. Uh, is it? Oh man, I'm I cannot remember what her name is. But any of you the, who are familiar, yeah, the the girl who played the uh, the the sister in the Little Piece of Heaven went on to be in Role Models and a couple of other movies that are fairly popular. Yeah. So this wasn't a. It wasn't one of those movies that just shows up and disappears. It was nominated for an Emmy for the music. Oh, yeah, that's right. This uh, is an Emmy-nominated movie. Yeah, the Emmy-nominated A Little Piece of Heaven is the movie that we watched this weekend. And let me tell you, it's a doozy. This movie is insanity. I... Well, that might be offensive because there is a mentally challenged girl in it. Well, well no, it's, I am not saying that at all, Benjamin. But... Start to finish, the plot and the... Oh, man, I don't even know where to begin. The The, the movie is about... This, uh, Kirk Cameron is the son of a pig farmer. Yes. Which kind of sounds like an insult. I'm like, you son yeah. of a pig farmer. Uh, nothing against pig farmers. That's like the, the feature films for families dubbed over. Like when they make <laughs> yeah, a right, son of yeah. a pig farmer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's about this son who of a pig farmer who he 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 lives he, on he's the fam- adopted yeah he's adopted he lives on a family the family farm his mother passed away yeah and uh he lives with his dad and his 
uh, uh, mentally handicapped uh, sister, sister yeah. named Violet. What was Kirk's name? Oh, Will Loomis. Yeah, that's his. Will. So, so at the beginning of the movie, their dad also dies. Mm-hmm. So Will Loomis is sort of taking charge of the family, and he finds out that the adoption agency or orphanage where he came from is going to be shutting down. And they're going to have to send the kids away. Yeah. And so he decides... Well, he, he for two reasons. One, the orphanage is closing down, and there's one kid that he doesn't want to have to go into the foster system or go to another orphanage. Yeah. But he also decides to do this because uh, his sister wants somebody... Oh, yeah, to, she's lonely. To, yeah, she's lonely. She wants someone to play with, and he wants something to take her mind off of both. And he needs help on the farm. That's, yeah, a, that's and, a large part, yeah. part of this, because he needs help on the farm. <laughs> Yeah, so he needs help on the farm. He wants to get a, a like a playmate for his sister, and so he finds out that the, this new kid, the orphanage is closing down. He decides that what he's going to do is he's going to take this child, extract this child out of the orphanage, <laughs> and bring yeah, and bring him <laughs> back to the farm. This is what we also call kidnapping. Kidnapping, yeah. <laughs> so he decides to kidnap this kid. So. Th- th- <laughs> This is so. This movie is insane. So he he gets <laughs> <The> brownie. <laughs> he takes a brownie and to to kind of like work his way into the good graces of this kid and hides it under his pillow. Doesn't he drug the brownie before he puts the brownie in the foil and puts it under the pillow? He crushes up a couple of pills. This is a high dose. I don't know if they're sleeping pills or. I don't know what kind of pill they are, but it's some kind of tranquilizer. Yeah, clearly. And so he, he crushes them up very poorly and puts these big chunks of pill, like the chocolate <laughs> chips, into the brownie. And then he wraps it in foil and puts a note that says, don't tell on it, puts it under the pillow. And then he sneaks back to the orphanage that night and he kidnaps the child. No, but he has to create a ruse, so he throws something in the chicken Oh, yeah, he like... It creates some sort of distraction that's unclear. It was, yeah, like the chickens. Oh, he lets the chickens out or something. Yeah, and so all the kids come all running the outside. All the kids come out of the orphanage. Everybody comes out of the orphanage. And um, they go chasing after the chickens. So he sneaks in and he uh, goes upstairs and he finds the kid asleep because he has drugged he has this child. Oh man, this is not how adoption works. No, yeah, this 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 isn't an accurate depiction of the typical procedure for adopting a child. I don't think this happened to Kirk's character when he was adopted. There, there's a moment that we have to talk about in the kidnapping. We have man, to talk about it. This, so oh, he, it's so cringy. He, he uncovers the kid who, yeah, who's sleeping completely covered covered up. Yeah. He uncovers him and discovers horror of horrors. He has drugged an African American child. No, and he like he recoils. He's like <laughs> he's like oh he's like oh you're black. And then he I like has this mo- like soliloquy where he yeah he he just he describes the plot to us in which he was hoping to pass this kid off as his nephew or something from out of town. And now that the kid is black, he's not going to be able to do that. That's the issue. Yeah, and it. It's such a cringy moment. So though, he my recoils. question is, did he just hide this uh, brownie randomly? At, like he didn't know who he was going to get it. Clearly, because he oh, didn't know the kid was black, so he's not right. going after a specific child. He oh, just... I think he knew which bed was the kid's because he's familiar with the orphanage. Oh, okay. I so, see. I see. Yeah. So okay. he takes this drugged child 
um, back to his house. And then that morning, the kid comes downstairs, and apparently Will has left his baseball card, the kid's baseball card collection at the orphanage. And gone. Yes. Yeah, so he and so he's like he's like, hey, where where are my cards and my shoes? And Will's like, oh, your cards? Uh, I don't. He, then he's like, uh, the kid's name is Salem. So he's like, oh, uh, Salem. This is this is my sister Violet. And so he introduces him to Violet, and then they ha he has a run in right away with uh, Violet because he makes some offhanded remark about how she's uh, handicapped, right? I don't remember. Yeah, ben, ben, ben. So at this point in the movie, after the no, it wasn't after the first kidnapping, but I was, I was, um, I was appalled is probably the best word at this point in the movie that this is happening in a Kirk Cameron family film. I just can't believe I watched this so many times when I was a kid, and I didn't think anything of it. But I had basically checked out at this point. Yeah, was, Ben was upset. He gave me. You gave me looks throughout the entire, like every two or three minutes. There were multiple times I just had to pause the movie and sit for like 30 seconds because I was like, did this actually just happen? So he takes this kid and... Um, so he tells him he's dead. Oh, this, yeah, it's insane. Instead of, he does not explain the situation at all to this kid. He's just like, um, Salem? You died last night. You died last night. And this is heaven. And this is heaven. A pig farm. And so Salem is skeptical throughout the whole movie. He, but Salem was probably the most believable character. In yeah, movie. Kirk is... Sorry, Will is creating this world for Salem. Where he... Trying to make him believe that it's heaven. And he... I just don't even know where to go. I'm so... I, I'm at a loss for well, words. I'm very disappointed in my younger self for watching this so many times. So, Violet is pretty pretty upset about the fact that uh, Salem is not the greatest playmate in the world. She was looking yeah. for a friend. And yeah. And Salem's not doing it for her. So, she can... She, I guess, sort of convinces Will to have another go at the whole kidnapping thing to bring back a girl this time. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, uh, Will... Will is in the pharmacy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, he's in the pharmacy getting pills for Violet. And can we talk about first how he's leaning on the pharmacy counter? He's he's like, it's like he he's has on his, his arms. Knees. Yeah, he's like he's you know he has his arms folded, he has his chin resting on them with this really like like almost dreamy eyed look in his his eyes. And, and either he's a very short person. Or this counter is huge. Or think, he's on his knees. I think some pharmacy counters are high. I, okay. I think I have a memory. I don't know though. No. And so he's in this weird, weird stance position getting the pills. It's just really weird. Then this lady comes in with her two kids, a baby, and her six or seven year old daughter. Yeah. And this mom is... Uh, she's not having the best of days. She's abusive. This girl wants some ballerina calendar, but her mom is not... Is like no, you you can't have it, and she's yelling at her kid, and then finally she slaps the kid, and um, Kirk Will sees this, and he he he, you can tell that he feels bad for her. So jump forward, he decides to get that this girl would be a great playmate for Violet. Yes, so, he's already got the the worker for the farm. That yeah, he's kidnapped. Yeah, and so. Yeah, so he wins, but he also wants Violet to win. So he goes to this girl's house late at night, and it's 
This it's awful. It is truly, truly awful. He dresses up in an angel costume. Yeah, he makes wings out of like I don't know. I don't know what he makes them out of. I, I, and he he like weaves Christmas lights through his his wings and his his halo. And he has like a white robe. He he's full like nativity angel yep. garb on. Yep. And he throws a pebble at this girl's window to get her attention. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And so he's standing out there with like a big grin on his face. And she peers out the window, and he like waves, and then he he plugs in his 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 wings, so they light up. And then the girl is in awe, and so she sneaks outside, and then he takes her home. Yeah, and he says, "This at this scene, this is where I officially checked out of the movie." Yeah, I I do remember her sheep's name was Ba, Ba, and then Kurt Will asks her if if the stuffed animal is a dog. But it's it's a it's a it's a sheep and it's named Ba. But we don't like, oh, remember the girl's name. Is it a name? dog? No, I can't. I can't remember what her name is. But he takes the girl home, kidnaps her, just takes her off after throwing a rock at a pebble at her window to get her. It's so awful. And then takes her home. At this point, law enforcement is working with the runner of the the orphanage yeah. to try to find where Salem is, and then. Uh, this other little girls reported missing, so they're on they're on the case trying to figure out who could have taken these kids. And again, the next morning, Will Loomis tells this girl that he's just kidnapped. You died last night, and this is heaven. Like the psychological toll that this fabrication is taking on these kids must be extraordinary, because they think they're dead, and they think that that this pig farm is, is heaven. I was never really clear. Oh, yeah, he tells he tells them he, he's just another person in heaven. But the, the way he got to heaven is that he was shot robbing a bank. Oh, yeah, which, that's right. Not, yeah. I guess some bank robbers have gone to heaven, but... I, yeah, it, it was so... He is terrible he's at a, what he's doing. He's an awful person. He is an awful person. But the movie, it, it's trying to... It's trying, I think, to present Will as this super innocent person yeah. who doesn't understand what he's doing but I, everybody I, knows that kidnapping is wrong I'm yeah sorry. and the way he goes about it is so weird if this were a lifetime movie he would be the villain yeah oh 100 <laughs> percent. yeah and so then i guess law enforcement finally shows up at his door yeah yeah and so they show up at his door and they knock this is like my favorite line from the movie where they're all eating breakfast and then Law enforcement knocks on his door, oh, yeah, and yeah, Salem's yeah. like, "Is that God?" When they the the knock on the door happens, and then he Will goes to answer it, but he tells everyone, "Don't, shh, don't say anything, don't say anything," because it's the the bad angels or something like. Oh, that. Oh yeah, <laughs> or maybe yeah, and so yeah, the 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 bad angel shows up, who is just law enforcement, and they're trying to question. Or oh man, I might be screwing this up. Is it law enforcement or is it the the girl? No, it's the girl. It is the girl. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. This, right. this romantic right. interest, who's also Kurt Cameron's real, real life wife, real yep. life wife, Chelsea Noble. She name. shows up at the door, and knocks. Sam's like, "Is that God?" And then uh, Will goes to the door, and he he tries to tell her that the kids have measles. You can't come inside. And the kids hear him saying this, so she leaves the house. She doesn't want to catch measles. Mm -hmm. And then he has to explain why there's Salem, measles in Salem heaven. Salem asks, "There's measles in heaven?" And he says, "They're angels' measles. They don't itch." And yeah. There's no side effects. The, the psychological aspect of what 
Will Loomis is doing in this movie is fascinating. Such, He's creating yeah. this entire like world for these kids that's going to really royally screw them up when they get older. Um, but he's and it's, doing it for them. Like he thinks he's doing a good thing for them. Yeah, and the, the movie keeps trying to make the audience feel like we should be on board with his heart. Like yeah. his heart's in the right place. Whether or not, like, how can he think that this is the right thing to do though? Because it's it's not. It's it's kidnapping, and then he's lying. He's manipulating. Yeah. Oh, and the the police definitely do come to the door at one point because he yeah. he lies to them. They're with the orphanage um, lady. They come yeah. to the door, and he's lying to them as well. He's creating a web of lies around this constructed with reality. Everybody that knows him, yes, he knows every like all these people he knows. He's just lying to them, and it's so weird what lengths he's willing to go for a this companion, like, playmate, yeah, friend, so farm good. worker. Surely, servant. surely there was another option. <laughs> like, surely there could have been something else he could have done. Yeah. But the law eventually does catch up with him. Yeah, so so Kirk Cameron... Oh, Will Loomis. Will Loomis. <laughs> so it, it, the thing with Kirk Cameron is he gets so into these roles that it's hard to separate the man from the character. And that's, He's a method actor. Yeah, he probably is a method actor. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, but this movie, he's fresh off of Growing Pains. Yeah, and you can tell. He's still got the chops. Yeah, he is, He has, does have better chops in this movie than he, he does in Fireproof. Yep, absolutely. So, which I like some of the moments in this movie where he, he's, he gets angry. We start to see a glimpse into unhinged Cameron. <laughs> like which, the, the, the seed form of unhinged Cameron is yeah, there. It's, it's developing. Movie. So he, he, he takes... His dad, his dad has one of those pickup truck, pickup truck campers, and he he takes that and puts everybody inside and says we have to we have to leave. We're going on a trip. I should, we need to note as well that he has put the telephone in the locked oh, yeah, basement, he... <laughs> so that nobody can have contact with the outside world. But before they leave, Violet answers the phone when the lady that runs at the orphanage calls. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and she says we can't talk because we're going on a trip. And then she hangs up. So, secret's out. Yeah. They're leaving. And so, the person who runs the orphanage, she gets suspicious that mm-hmm. maybe that's where those kids are. And so, they go on this trip, to, and they stay at a motel. So, I was out of the movie at this point. I was yeah. done with it. I was just in, like, a state of shock. So, a lot of the ending, I don't really remember well, except the very ending. Yeah. Um, oh, it, so... Yeah, so they run off, and the girl next door, um, Kirk Cameron's real-life wife, she goes along with them for some reason. She's also yeah. a part of the crew now. Yeah, she joins the crew. She's no longer a bad angel. And she doesn't... I'm not sure why she was even in this movie, to be honest know. with you. Or, like, what... Why she joins them? Yeah. There's no... It's, I guess it's she very feels, unclear. Again, they're, the, uh, the, they're trying to get us to feel bad for, Kirk, or for Will, because... The the writers like look look at this this person who feels bad for him you should feel bad for him too like he's he has yeah. a good heart and he oh, it's so insane so the law catches up with him. yeah and I think we should just jump to the end of the movie now there's not much more to say about the unless you have something I don't know I took a lot of notes but it's there's so so at the end of the movie this is this is the the real killer for the movie is. The, the ending. They're in court. Will Loomis... Okay, the long arm of the law catches up yes. with Will Loomis. Yeah, they're in court. Mm-hmm. And, and... You better go, because I don't remember it super clearly. So you are better... you sure? Yeah. Okay. This is the... the 
the movie keeps getting weirder, and the end is the strangest, <laughs> most outrageous ending that I could have had. The, they go to court, and they are ostracizing Will, which they should be for yeah, his behavior. He's a, saying, because he's a kidnapper. Yeah, you are a kidnapper, and... But there's not much of the court. There's there's no court it's, drama. It's, it's just the very end of the, the yeah, case. Yeah, it's basically just like the sentencing, almost. Yeah, they're going to sentence him, but then Salem gets up and talks about how great of a person Will is. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's... This is classic Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, it, as you yeah. said. And so this kid gets up, and he, he says, you know, just speaks for Will and, you know, makes a case for him. And I would love to know if that changes what the verdict was originally going to be. Because instead of prison time being deemed unfit to have kids or be the caretaker of his sister, the judge, there's this long dramatic pause where, like, we, the, the state charges you or sentences you to... Open up your home to run an orphanage for kids. <laughs> the state, the government says to Will, because you are a kidnapper. Yeah, like kidnap, kidnapping, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah the shady, <laughs> terrible judge. Probably, you know, University of Phoenix law degree. He probably... He went to a for-profit school. Let's yeah, yeah. There is no doubt whatsoever about that. And then he's like, yeah, so exactly. He's like, so, you like kidnapping kids, huh? Well, <laughs> we'll give you a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, we'll give you a whole bunch of kids. How would you like to run an orphanage? And so he literally sentences Will to open up his home and run an orphanage. I mean, you... I wonder you, if he tells them all that they're dead still, like as part of the orphanage experience. Like, you're I, in I, heaven now. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh. But how... I really the legal want to system know. is garbage in this this movie's world. Yeah, I really want to know what his original sentence was going to be because I think I think it's, we're yeah, to assume just, that the judge changes his mind on because the, fly, the kid he's just like he's like know. oh maybe this guy isn't so bad after all maybe he is fit the kid that he kidnapped seems to like him so I think we're going to give him a shot. Oh, <laughs> which I suppose this is the redemption in the movie that yeah, yeah. Will Loomis commits terrible crimes. And then he's given an orphanage to I, it's so, but it's so shady. This judge is terrible, just insane. It it ends on such a weird note. It's it's a good family film, really. What it is, I suppose, <laughs> in the sense that Kirk Cameron wants a family and is willing to kidnap one. But I think I said this maybe in the first episode when I was watching these movies when I was a kid. It was really just a way for me to pass time. I, I even remember watching it. I didn't think it was weird. I didn't think it was an awesome movie. I just remember, oh, yeah, let's watch let's watch that one again. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, so this was my first experience with this one. But and... I, I had forgotten a, a lot about it. Yeah, it was... I remember it being weird and thinking about the plot, but then when I saw it again, I'm having trouble remembering it. I think I really, I am trying to block it out of my memory because it was so strange. But that ending... Oh, that judge. Yeah, uh, you like kidnapping, huh? <laughs> yeah, a real, a real classic. Yeah, Will is not responsible at all. Everything that he does throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's on YouTube in like ten parts or something like that. Yeah. Part eight is missing. Bar part seven. Part seven is missing, which is funny. I I don't know why, but it's been like deleted. Yeah. There's a a link for it, but it's. So we may be missing, like, the key to this movie may be in part seven. Maybe it is, but (laughs) But, there's uh, just so... I I doubt it. Yeah. (laughs) It would have to be something quite quite interesting to save this movie. 
He... I, I have written down here, you said at one point you wanted Will Loomis to die. <laughs> like that, this would be the most justifiable ending. You were so mad. It was so funny. The whole time, I got so many dirty looks from you. And, and what's so crazy... Oh, yeah, when the cops finally do catch him, he comes out with his arms up. I was just like, shoot him. Just shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> and the... He... Kirk has created hell for these kids. Will, Will Loomis. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can never separate. I had this trouble with the fireproof too. But he creates hell for these kids. Psychological, like, torture. Mm -hmm. He tells them they're dead, and he, he And he kidnaps them. Don't forget the kidnapping part. <laughs> He's such a terrible person in this movie. Like, there's no redeeming qualities. Yeah. I, I don't even, I, I, I did not feel bad for him. What, I, I, I could not believe that there was no... Yep. No The police and the lady who runs the orphanage were the protagonists of this movie, mm -hmm. trying to save these children from this insane maniac who kidnapped, psychologically tortured, and then tried to escape with these children. That's really the plot of this movie. He's Batman. He's a vigilante, a kidnapping vigilante. And uh, the law is after him, but yeah. they're... Jim Gordon they're, is... Yeah, they're, but they're just, they're just following the law. They're not... They're not they try to act like it's like a thwart to the, which I guess it is a thwart to Will's intentions. His but crime. His crime. Yeah, again, yeah. I, I'm being too nice about this. His crime. <laughs> they're acting like they're creating tension by, I don't know, making the audience hope that maybe the law won't catch Will. But who was there? I can't imagine there's anybody that watched this movie and was like, I hope, I hope that Kirk gets away with this. I yeah. hope that. Because I hope he creates this nice life for this these fantasy kids. world. <laughs> I wonder what his long-term goal was. Like, eventually these kids are going to find out that they're not in heaven. This goes... This is the thing. Kirk... Or Will Loomis is so unstable. <laughs> like, he is so totally impulsive. This is totally impulsive behavior. Because he, he is not fit to be a guardian or to watch over kids at all. Just based on how impulsive he is he does not plan yeah. an ounce of this that's true whenever that's salem true. asks him where am i he he fumbles around he has no backstory he has no he did not plan anything although he did put a lot of preparation into the angel costume that was the <laughs> and one the drugging of the brownie yeah so he had two details uh the drugging and dressing up as an angel he had plenty of time to figure that all out. Yeah. Do you think maybe during the time that he was making those angel wings, he could have taken a step back and thought to himself? There's a big picture here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does not see a big picture, though, at all. No. And he's... The whole movie, it's just like they're trying to make us think, oh, man, like, what a guy. Like, just the guy's trying to do the right thing, but... He's really not. That's he does the wrong thing the entire time. And even his intentions aren't to do the right thing. I, yeah. His, his intention is... I want to kidnap children so that my sister and I have, you know, a helper on the farm. So a slave labor, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And Child slave labor, too. And a, a friend. So even his intention isn't really that good. No. It's just... I don't understand the people who made this movie, who directed... Oh, what did the direct? The director also did something big. But the people who made this movie, I don't understand what they were going for with uh, it uh, like who, what was the message I, you were trying to communicate i know they're they're, they're mixed signals is an understatement yeah i'm not sure because I, there's not really mixed signals it's all bad signals yeah um there's no like 
a lot of, you know a lot of these movies we talk about you know the corny christian movies and this one i don't think it's explicitly a christian movie but it's definitely like feature film for families yeah kind of that market. yeah very like spiritual at least yeah there's prayer and um they're in heaven yeah and the, there is that too the whole but heaven thing. in a lot of those movies most of those movies that i can think of you know you've got um the buttercream gang or whatever uh, that's the, the first one that comes to mind for some reason. Rigoletto, um, Behind the Waterfall, No More Baths. There's always like a moral behind the story. And some of those, some of those movies tackle those issues fairly well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this... but this one, there's no real moral behind yeah. the story. It's just if you kidnap children, you'll get to run an orphanage. Is like the <laughs> I, message behind yeah. the movie. Yeah, little piece of heaven, a fable. <laughs> It's, and it's maybe maybe it's a critique of the system. Maybe that's what the, movie the is orphanage for. system, the, the, the like foster oh, you know orphan be. system, and then the legal system as well. Because at the end, yeah. justice is not done. That that may be the way to interpret this movie. I think yeah. So I I'm think a, we should look at our guiding questions. Unless I think so too, yeah, because I don't think there's more to say about the movie. No, because it was just nuts. Yeah. You all should watch it. it <laughs> it's on. Yeah, definitely it, check this movie out. It's very strange. I think uh, compared to like Fireproof performances, I mean the acting wasn't bad. Uh, there was, uh, Kirk Cameron as Will Loomis was. He played the part well. Mm-hmm. The character he was playing was just a complete scumbag. Yeah. And then there were some actors and actresses in there that have been in a lot of stuff too, mm-hmm. and they they did a good job with that. Um, and again, like the the script wasn't totally wooden either, but it, it's just like the story itself was total insanity, mm-hmm. total. Uh, yes, it was directed by. I did like uh, before they leave when they're running away. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk or Will. Oh, she directed Pay It Forward. The oh yeah, with Kevin Spacey. Pay it forward, yeah. That's yeah. a pretty good movie. Yeah, that was a couple of years after this movie. Some producers saw saw this movie and they're like, "We need to get, yeah. we need to get that person to direct." He before Will Loomis decides that they have to leave and like run away, mm-hmm. he says something to the effect of, "I think we might need to leave for a while." Like, I think it's so like funny how un- he has no he has no idea what he's doing because even he. He he doesn't. He's just like we might have to leave. Like you think, you just ruined everything. Yeah, like he he has destroyed his world entirely, and he thinks maybe he should he should leave. Like oh, kudos to his his prudence for wanting to you know maybe yeah, leave get out of here for a little bit. that he's not going to be welcome anymore. Yeah. So the guiding questions. <clears throat> What truth did you find in this movie? So I think the truth that I found in this movie is the legal system in America is a joke, and yeah. the uh, uh, foster care system is also a joke. Yeah. Because apparently you can get in there, drug children, and kidnap them, and then get to run an orphanage afterwards. So yeah. that's the truth that I... I, I... I think an important lesson that I took away is that there's no consequences for my actions. <laughs> I can do anything that I want. And my punishment will be a reward that is opposite, like totally uh, not correlated to what I did. Yeah. Kidnap, run orphanage. What what would happen if he killed somebody? 
He gets to run like the electric chair. Yeah, yeah. You're like killing people, huh? Yes. <laughs> no, like, and if he stole from, if he robbed a bank, if that was, he actually had done that, he would become the president of a bank. You like so, money, huh? Yes. So you like stacks of cash, huh? Oh my gosh. Alright, what did the movie get right? I, I, I think pig farming. I, don't, I didn't have. Well, I, we were really unclear on the pig farming. I don't thing know, too. yeah. So, yeah, pig farming, shopping at convenience stores is sometimes like. Yeah, that. going to the pharmacy can be a drag sometimes. <laughs> yeah, highly relatable content. Sometimes sometimes you just gotta lean on the pharmacy counter when you wait um. <laughs> and make the best of the situation. Yeah, I feel like when you've lied to children and told them that they were dead and in heaven and then are trying to keep them secret you would eventually have to run away and get caught by the legal system that's it got that right that yeah, is a consequence yeah, yeah. the Even long though, arm of the law yeah the law will always catch you yeah essentially yeah okay be sure your sin will find, find you yes, out exactly all right did the movie change your perspective on anything i i don't know i'm trying to it, i don't I think, don't it think did. so yeah again i think it reinforce some things that i already thought <laughs> like kidnapping is wrong yeah kidnapping is bad lying is bad um manipulation is bad yeah, psychological torture isn't right yeah that also is bad did this movie raise any interesting questions about its subject matter <laughs> it definitely raised a lot of interesting questions but as far as the subject matter goes not really so the sister was is mentally handicapped in some way and but they didn't really do anything with that that was just her character which is fine no my my well my wife is a social worker so she's um when she was in grad school she studied that kind of at least took a couple classes on it and i think she said in the early 90s they really didn't have any kind of spectrum for autism or anything else so I, i i yeah so they they don't but yeah, they, they didn't really raise any questions with that. Like, no. they didn't deal with that at all. It, it was just a thing. Should this movie have been made? No. No, absolutely not. Because it. No, it's it, a terrible it movie. Doesn't... Unless you flipped it so that Kirk Cameron is the bad guy in this movie and the police yeah. and the orphanage are the good guys, then this movie should not have been made. It doesn't prove anything. Yeah. It's... Like, it, it doesn't. <sighs> if you were to recast this movie. Ooh. Who would you choose? I th- I mean, Kirk Cameron is perfect for this he, role. Yeah, this is a perfect, perfect casting choice. Uh, yeah. Would I mean, you watch this movie again? Absolutely not. No. I mean, you've already seen it, what, 13 times or something I, like that? I would say 30 to 50, somewhere in there. <laughs> I watched this movie so many times when I was a kid. And like I said, I just didn't think anything of it. It was just like, oh, let's, let's watch a little piece of heaven again. Do you recommend this movie? And to whom would you recommend it? I do not recommend this movie, except if you want to follow along with the podcast, obviously. That's, yeah, just for... Oh, I don't... I recommend it to nobody ever. I would never, ever... Did anything in this movie... I do want to point out... I do want to point out... I just realized... The only person in this entire movie that knows that this is a bad idea that Will is doing is his sister. But like she's she the one that wants him to do it. Get a playmate, yeah, but she gives him looks and she's concerned oh, about, about what the, he, okay, yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. his procedure. She's the only one in his immediate well, I guess she's the only person that he's really close to, but she thinks it's a bad idea. Yeah. And I think if she has like that kind of moral awareness, I think that uh Will probably should, you yeah. know, rethink. Did anything in this movie really knock your socks off? 
So the answer is yes for me. Yeah. Uh, it, almost every 30 seconds or so, I was just in shock at what was happening on the screen. But the big moment was, there were two big moments. The first is the angel costume. Yeah. When he kidnaps the little girl by sneaking to her house yeah. at night in an angel costume and then tapping on the window with a pebble and then beckoning from outside dressed as an angel for this yeah. little girl to come out. That was that was a big moment for me where I was just like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm checking out of this movie mentally. Cuba, they yeah. needed a, that police song. Was it Every Breath You Take? <laughs> <laughs> when he was doing That's the song they needed in the soundtrack. And then the conclusion where he is then given an orphanage to run as his punishment for yeah. kidnapping that children. I have forgotten the ending, which goes to show how... Yeah, I just was never paying attention to this movie when I watched it <laughs> thirty times. Yeah, but it was that ending. It blew me away, and because I just wasn't expecting that. Like, you would think that <laughs> that judge, man, and what was wrong with the the lawyer who was opposing? There were well, no objections or no, anything. Nothing. They're just like, yeah, nobody has any problem. The with punishment this. fits the crime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so those were the moments that really knocked my socks off. What would you rate this movie? Hmm. One set of angel wings. One set of angel wings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to rate this a did not finish. Uh, like there's yeah, I'm not yeah. even going to give it a rating. It was that bad. Yeah. Participation I, award. It's it, oh, it's so insane. I I don't. I was looking online at Amazon reviews for our Amazon review segment. Yeah. There aren't really any good ones. Um, like and by good I mean like interesting reviews. Yeah. There's. As you would expect, there's the contingent of people who are like, this is a wholesome family film, and you know you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit to watch it, which, yeah, yes, a little bit. yes, you do. Just um, a little. But if you do that, it's a fun movie. There's those people. Then there's the other contingent of people where they're just like, Will Loomis is a kidnapper. And I think I side with those people. Yeah, I, yeah, team kidnapper. Yep. I. Remember his heaven set up, the Christmas lights? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 he, so he makes the angel wings. He also spent a, good, a, 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 a crazy amount of time. They don't show it, but when he brings the little girl back to his house, he has Christmas lights everywhere and an archway over like the, the, the fence that leads uh, where the walkway starts to the front door, and it says heaven in an archway with Christmas lights. It's all this... Like the, the the only thing that he paid attention to with this plan was like the aesthetic. Yep. He was trying to capture the heaven aesthetic. And I hope when I get to heaven someday that the <laughs> the, 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 the pearly gates heaven, above yeah, it's Christmas lights. <laughs> or that there's someone on a ladder fixing them, changing bulbs. Oh my. So so there were no happy birthday Kirk Cameron. Yeah, happy birthday to Kirk Cameron. But Keep up the work. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see that he's been on a trajectory of not making movies where he's a kidnapper. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he, he probably learned his lesson. I wonder if he got a lot of backlash for that. I like, sure, sure, I just, I can't believe that that it, it, somebody, that all, all the red tape and all the people that this story had to go through to get made. And it got made. Every step of the way, people are like, green, yep. Yeah, green light. This looks yeah. like, this could be the one. This is the next you know, uh, Godfather here. Yeah. I mean, it's a t made for TV movie, so they're not, you know, they're not expecting much out of it. But somebody along the way should have said, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea to make this movie. Yeah. A lot of people dropped the ball <laughs> yeah. with this movie. 
before we even started the movie and I was looking at like kind of a description of it, I said to you, I don't like to use this word, but I think it's going to describe this movie really well. And that word was problematic. Oh, highly. And problematic. I, that was the understatement of the year. Yeah. That's... <laughs> All right. So that's a little piece of heaven. Yeah, I wish there was, you know, more nitty-gritty to get into, but we were so focused on just the, the bigger picture of it, yeah. unlike Will Loomis throughout the whole thing. Yeah. It's just from beginning to end, just insane. So, I... yeah. We did, uh, we got an email, I think. It was... oh, nice. Yeah, I can't, we, I can't yeah, remember we... if I read it last time or not. No, you didn't. I think it came after we did yeah. Omega Code. So this email is in reference to the Omega Code. Yeah. Uh, shout out. Who sent it? Uh, they... A friend of mine named Phil sent yeah. it. Shout out to Phil. Thanks for the correspondence. He mentioned that giving the Omega Code one tickle spider, which is what I gave it, was overrating the movie. He did not think that One Tickle Spider was a good rating. Yeah. So. Yeah. No Tickle Spiders for the Omega Code. Yeah. We had to. And I, well, I think One Angel, One Set of Angel Wings is definitely stretching it for this movie, but yeah. I don't like dealing with halves. I, yeah. You know, give it a whole number at least. Yeah. You get a, too much complexity in your rating system when you start introducing fractions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not worth it. Well, this will be a shorter episode, I guess. Yeah, what are we at? 45 minutes 45 or so. 45 minutes. No, that's not bad. There's not a whole lot to say about... If you've seen A Little Piece of Heaven and you think that we have missed the point of this movie, please let us know. Yeah, and watch this on YouTube. This is one movie where, for the sake of the podcast, I think you should definitely watch it or just... Yeah, you need to you need to see this movie to understand yeah. just how... I would only it. recommend it, yeah, in that case. Otherwise, if you, if you don't want to... If you don't want to have a bag of garbage projected in front of you, I think maybe you should avoid this movie. Yeah, that's because a, it's fair atrocious. Statement. Yeah, we've got the social media accounts at Better Day Cast on Twitter, or is uh, at Better Day Podcast, okay. and our Twitter is. I just said it. All right. Well, once again, <laughs> I have completely bundled the Twitter plug. And email us at betterdaypodcast at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions about this movie or any movies that we've done. or If you have you a know. suggestion for a movie. And let us know if you wanted to marry your mom or dad when you were a kid because we're still... It, or if you ever wanted to run an orphanage or kidnap children, please email us that too. Yeah, we're, we're interested to get more into the, the, the psychology of Will Loomis. Yeah, so if you've ever had the desire to steal children... Please For the us. greater good. Yeah. We'll call this Will Loomis syndrome. I'm, there probably is some other psychological term to describe... Wanting to, to, to steal children. Or do anything like that for some kind of greater purpose. This makes me rethink... Oh, yeah, of, I know. Uh, delusional. <laughs> this makes me rethink all of the uh, kidnapping stories I've heard in the past or seen in the past. You know, maybe they were just an innocent guy... Yeah, they wanted have good someone to work on their farm for them. Yeah, the, you know the the kid stealer from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You know, maybe oh, yeah. maybe he wasn't so bad. He's just a pig farmer, <laughs> just you know trying to need some help. Yeah, he just needed some help. I think it, I yeah I think uh, I also learned from this movie the importance of just asking for help because there will always be people there <laughs> who will be by your side to help you out. I don't remember that from this movie at all. I learned that that you should just ask for help. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You don't. You disagree? I, no, that's fine. Yeah. I just didn't. I, I, where was that in the movie? The fact that he didn't ask. For oh, I see. Yeah, I, I, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're gotcha. Okay. I got all my marbles, Ben. 
All right. Yep. So that's a little piece of heaven. Reach out on social media or email. Peace out.